School is out for summer. Let's kick off the break with wizards and zombies and more. Oh my. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. Two tales this week to entertain your imaginations. One poetry and one prose. Sit back, relax, maybe rest your eyes, and enjoy the wizard's test. A wizard appeared, seemingly out of nowhere one day, bound by a spell he'd been, and quite distraught he was, caught, too weak to break the curse's grip, drop everything and help. The mysterious man pleaded to us. Eyes turned to me, all of them, for they wondered what to do. Go, help, always help, I commanded. He was freed by the combined forces of everyone's charms. I'm so thankful. Then, as quickly as he had taken shape, the wizard vanished. Jasper, the wizard's name, had been let loose and was free. Cantor, however, the one who trapped Jasper, was quite displeased with our meddling. Let Cantor come, I implored. I was not scared. My colleagues, some of them, could not say the same. Nine left. Seven stayed. Otherworldly creatures, Cantor's creations, came. Pain was unleashed. Quite too much for two more of my company. Reinforcements dwindled to five. Soon it was four, as one more of my group fled in a panic. Then another made a deal with Cantor to betray me, us, Unsuccessful it was, but for showing his true feelings. Very easy sometimes to tell who your friends truly are. Where sixteen once had my back, only three now stood by my side. Xenial, which means friendly, Cantor and I actually were, and we worked together to set up this ruse, this trick. You never really know, see, who your friends are until they're tested. Zealous are those who stand by you through fear, panic, pain, and with loyalty. Treasure them. That was an ABC acrostic, which I've covered on this program before. It's a 26-line poem. And you'll note, if you listen again, the first line begins with an A, the second line a B, the third C, and so on throughout the alphabet, all throughout the entire piece. Twenty-six lines total. Try writing your own 
ABC acrostic poem on any subject of your choosing. Be it zombies on the mind, perhaps our next story can serve as a bit of inspiration. After the Fall, Part 1 There were nine of us at first. The older kids separated into one group, named themselves the Splinters. The five of them set up under the bridge. The remaining four, we named ourselves the Young Ones, made camp to the west. The two camps weren't far, maybe half a mile. Far enough that we couldn't see one another, but close enough that you could hear if somebody was getting rowdy. They didn't seem to want much to do with us, which was okay. The feeling was mutual. They were annoying, frankly. We could fish and build a fire as well as any of them anyway. Our shelter was better constructed than theirs. When Zara disappeared, things changed. Zach, an eighth grader, and Zara's brother, visited. He told us what happened. Zara was there when they all bunkered down for the night, gone when they awoke. No signs of struggle, no note. Zach swore it was unlike her. It was decided that we would split up into three duos, one person from each group. I don't remember the reasoning behind it. It's one of those things that made sense at the time, I guess. Or maybe just Zach asserting authority with some stupid delegations. I don't know. Zach and I were matched. Naturally, I would draw the straw to be partnered with the loudest, most annoying of all the splinters. We would lead the search and rescue efforts heading north into the forest. Caleb, one of my young one partners and my best friend, We'd play video games for hours. And an older girl named Cassie set out east toward what used to be downtown. Mags and Murdoch went along the river down toward the abandoned amusement park. Donnie and Teresa stayed behind to guard the camps and wait in case Zara showed back up. This is the story of what happened to me and Zack. I can only speak to that because I don't know what happened to the rest. No one does. That's the end of part one. But here's just a bit of a sneak peek at what you can expect from part two. It's hard to figure who had the more dangerous ground to cover. No one wanted to go downtown because it might still be crawling with zombies. Downtown was hit hardest, after all. I didn't envy Caleb and Cassie one bit, though I did worry about how Caleb would hold up if they ran into trouble. He never was very good at confrontation, unless it was in a Street Fighter video game. We'll be back soon with After the Fall Part 2 in its entirety. And more wizard tales abound in our future as well. If you enjoyed... The Wizard's Test. You may also like The Wizard's Best and The Wizard's Quest coming soon. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful and adventurous and imaginative summer.
Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Thank you for listening. Listen to podcasts and spread the word for the love of Splendid. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a bat. Or a blob. Or a bug. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.